his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. America. I am not a number. I am a free man. Wiggins America. The only thing I'm going to need from you guys right now is a cup of coffee. Wiggins. Today's global economy waits for no man. America. Today's global business climate is like, whatever, dude. Politics is a dirty game. I'm not sure we want to play. There are forces here at work that you couldn't possibly understand. You have no idea how high up this goes. Welcome to Wiggins America. Welcome back to the second hour of Wiggins America, or welcome to the show if you're just tuning in. I've been covering some things this morning. We talked about January 6th. We talked about who runs the world with Old Roy. So if you missed the first hour, you can go get that on the Odyssey app. You can rewind or get the podcast when we upload that probably on Sunday night, uh, just after the Heidi Harris show. So I don't really have a great way to get into this topic because most of my features are things like Tales from the Dark Side or The Game of Lies, things that are generally negative. What I have here is positive. It's a clip from Eric Adams, the mayor of New York City. Now, one of the reasons I find this fascinating is not because it's New York City and there's a lot of attention given to New York City. That is true. And you know, the mayor of any city is not going to be as well-known as the mayor of New York City. That's just the way it is. But the mayor of Chicago is going to be reelected. You know, we're losing Lori Lightfoot in the great state of Illinois to a future mayor that we don't know. It's either going to be this Brandon Johnson guy or it's going to be Paul Vallis, neither of one of which I knew much about up until the last couple of weeks. And it looks like Paul Vallis is the more, he's a Democrat, but he looks like he's the more rational of the two. Uh, Johnson looks like he's going to actually take it in a further left hellhole than it already is. Like, can you imagine being further left of Lori Lightfoot? But that looks like where he's at. So really, it, it's going to say a lot about the state of the nation, too, that election. Uh, so all eyes on Eric Adams. That's how he won his election. But it was by just not being so far left, 
that he actually stood out from the pack a little bit because he's against crime. That's what Paul Vallis is doing in Chicago. Eric Adams has been an interesting figure to me because he ran on a platform that sounded fairly moderate or at least not super far left, and then he hasn't really governed that way. So these comments that he's giving now, I am shocked to hear. I'm fully in support of, but I want to get your thoughts. Here's what he said last week. We are destroying our next generation. Destroying them. And we say over and over again, we need to build a world that's better for our children. No, we need to build children that's better for our world. And we have to be honest about that. And it means instilling in them some level of faith and belief. Don't tell me about no separation of church and state. State is the body, church is the heart. You take the heart out of the body, the body dies. I can't separate my belief because I'm an elected official. When I walk, I walk with God. When I talk, I talk with God. When I put policies in place, I put them in with a God-like approach to them. That's who I am. And I was that when I was that third grader, and I'm going to be that when I leave government. I am still a child of God and will always be a child of God, and I won't apologize about being a child of God. It is not going to happen. Does hearing that from Eric Adams, an avowed Democrat, and you know certainly not a conservative Democrat, at least that's not the way he's governed so far, does hearing that surprise you? Because it really surprised me. But I really believe that that is what is going to save America, is people coming back to God first. Because you have to have this core belief that then shows itself in policy. And he's talking about, I do not believe in the separation of church and state. By the way, if you do, you can. This is America. You can believe in that. But it's not in the Constitution. And it never was in the Constitution. That was actually added to law the, the the law the the concept of separation of church and state didn't even exist in american law until the 1950s when there started to be talk about taking official prayer out of schools and they said what well, it's a slippery slope you take the prayer out of school you take god out of schools you're really going to lose the nation where do you think we are right now you think we're doing pretty good so i love hearing that from eric adams and I really believe that it is people like that that we can we have common ground with. Now we may disagree with them on policies, but we have to start somewhere. And that is the great that's the best place to start is right there to say we have the same core beliefs. Now how do we work out from that? So I started looking up some of the things that Eric Adams has been doing. Now I don't know that he if he's turning, if he's changing, or if this has always been the way he has handled things, and we just throughout the COVID era didn't really get to see him in action. He has been hard on crime. I mean, as I guess as hard as you can be in New York City. But you're not hearing New York City being the center of just awful homelessness and problems with crime that it was. It's not great. I'm not saying you solve these problems overnight. But he does support the police. He does support prosecuting crime. And you don't, if you notice, you don't hear about New York's problems as much as other cities. You don't hear about rampant theft all the time like you do in Portland or San Francisco or L.A. 
You don't hear about homelessness as big of a problem there. I'm not saying these problems don't exist. I'm just saying that when you start to send the message that you're doing something about them, good things happen. Those things generally go down. Surprise, surprise. Well, get this. Here's a couple things that Eric Adams, mayor of New York City, has said after that that make me think, well, maybe he is turning around. Maybe he is seeing that there have to be some rational policies. You don't have to call them conservative if you don't want to. I don't care what the label is. The whole purpose of calling myself a conservative is not for a label. It's because I believe generally that this philosophy works. So I don't really care what you call it. Eric Adams, if you want to piecemeal some conservative policies together and call them something else, go for it. I just care about getting things done that work. Here, here's this is Merrick, sorry, uh, Mayor Eric Adams is telling stores now, I'm reading, to have customers remove their face masks. It's got a big picture of what's up in all windows. I mean, if you go into businesses now, you still see this. You still see six feet apart on the floor in a lot of places just from hangover. But it says New York no longer has a face mask mandate, and that's partially due to him. And New York City Mayor Eric Adams is telling stores to get customers to lower their masks before entering to help prevent crime. It's a reversal of previous guidance for shops here. And they show a face mask sign. And there's a lot of people going, well, you can't really do that. You can't force private businesses to do that. Well, he's not. He's not issuing a mandate. That's the whole point. He's asking for their cooperation so that when they use security cameras, they can see and prosecute crime easier. He says, I'm doing this for you. You want me to protect your stores? Ask people to remove their masks as they come in, even if just for a moment, and then they can put them right back if they're worried about it. We're not trying to make a mandate here. I'm just asking you to let me help you. That is rational stuff. That is stuff that we can get behind. And it's not as if the customer has to do that. It's also not as if the shop owner has to do it, but the shop owner can say it and the person doesn't even have to shop there if they don't want to. This is common sense stuff and we need to be getting there. Here's another one from Mayor Eric Adams. This is from the New York Post. It says, Eric Adams wraps Kamala Harris over the migrant crisis. He says there's too much in her portfolio. So he is actually talking about her being able to run for future office and saying, no, it's not a good idea. She's, I think he's criticizing her as a politician, but the reason that he's doing it is not because he dislikes her personally. They're both Democrats. Let's not kid ourselves here. He's still a Democrat. But he's saying that she has done such a terrible job on immigration that we're now dealing with her bad policies. This is rational stuff. And when you see Eric Adams saying this, I think we should applaud it, not just because we agree with it, but because he is going out on a limb against his own party in so many ways, and that's what the Democrat Party needs right now. They need moderate voices to come out and say, look, some of this stuff is kooky and stupid, or to at least, if, if they're not willing to criticize some of it, just say, well, here's the policies we're going to put in place that are rational. That's what we need. That's what the city of St. Louis needs. That's what the city of Chicago needs. That's what cities need, is somebody who, even if you disagree with all the rest of the things they're doing politically, they're at least willing to go on record and say, I'm against crime. We need to prosecute crime. And I love the stuff that he was talking about, his relationship with the Lord, if it stems from there, I think it almost has to. I think it has to uh, because he's not willing. You, you, usually these people, 
they're so self-protective that they're not willing to buck their own party unless they're answering to something higher. And in his case, that's exactly what he's saying he's doing. I was thinking about it a lot this week for some reason. I think in light of these comments, because I heard them earlier this week and I've been waiting to play them back, that Jesus didn't really talk a whole lot about public policy. You know, he addressed it where it was asked of him, you know, should we pay taxes? We'll give unto Caesar what Caesar's. You know, it's not that he avoided it, but he spent the vast majority of his time not trying to fix the world and saying, here is the way to run things. He talked about people personally and saying, I have come to save you, not everybody, although it does include everybody. I'm talking to you. He would talk to individuals and say, what is your issue? What is your problem? What is your relationship with God? I am the gateway for you to have that relationship. He was talking about individual things, not necessarily public policy. A lot to learn there. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back with more Wiggins America. Not all heroes wear capes, but Ryan does. Wiggins America. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.